Happy Sunday and welcome back to the podcast. Thursday, we celebrated Thanksgiving. And as I look back on my year, I am thankful for so many things, like a purpose through my Lord Jesus Christ. And for this podcast, I'm so grateful that God has led me to do this and then also coordinated so many things for this. So I'm so grateful for those who listen. I'm grateful for those who um, have taken the time to encourage me through this year and a half that we've been doing this. I am so grateful for my family and my friends. They've encouraged me the whole way and um, I couldn't do it without them. And so I am so grateful for them. I am grateful for living in a country that is the only country in the world where we get to celebrate the God and serve the God we believe in. That doesn't happen in other countries. To think about like Cuba and China and the Middle Eastern countries, if you speak up or believe in God, you are persecuted brutally for your faith. And so we pray for those brothers and sisters in other countries who are facing persecution. But then at the same time, we are thankful to God that we still live in a place where we don't get put in jail or um, killed for our faith. So we are grateful for that. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving, um, and I pray that it is a time of fellowship. And if you are traveling, that you have safe travels. I have a feeling that today you are going to find this episode really helpful and also very informative because we have the wonderful Aubrey Schmuller on today to talk about all things holistic health and living and then the narrative and lies that you are being told about mandates through media, alternatives to the vaccine, and so much more. Aubrey is a follower of Christ, a freedom fighter, and is a big believer in a low-toxin lifestyle. To follow and keep up with her, you can find her on Instagram by finding the information in the bio of this episode. Hey guys, today we have Aubrey Schmuller with us today. I'm so excited for her to talk about natural ways to combat what we are hearing from the media about vaccines. So do you want to introduce yourself a little bit um, to us? Yes. Okay. Hello. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk today. Um, and yeah, like Anna said, I am Aubrey Schmeler. I'm, I always say fresh 20 year old and I'm not so fresh 20 year old anymore, <laughs> um, but I'm currently living in Mexico. Um, I'm, I don't know what you want to know. I'm the youngest of seven kids. I'm from a really big family. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Okay, Is that a good intro? Yeah, that's great. Um, so did you launch something? I remember watching your like uh, feed and you were launching something. I don't know if it had to do with, um, I don't know if it had oh, to do with. Oh, I did like a Reels course. Yes. Is that what you talked about? Yeah. yeah. Tell us a little bit I, about uh, that. Yeah, so I have gotten really, like since like maybe March of this year, um, I really got into like Instagram reels, uh, mainly on the side of like looking for Instagram growth um, to bring in more people on my page. And um, so yeah, I launched a reels course. Um, it was like just a crash course. I did a Zoom 
um, and recorded it. So anybody who is interested, they can, it's like $5 to purchase. Um, but that was super fun just to like put my face out there um, and teach people. Like I definitely don't claim to be an expert. I like just know um, what I have like picked up and learned from just experience. I think experience mm -hmm. is like a huge um, teacher and um, and so, yeah, I was so excited and it was so fun to like teach everybody what I had learned. Um, and I got such good feedback and that was like huge for me because it was yeah. the first time I had really like, I'd stepped out of my comfort zone to do it because I don't know, I'm like, I never really feel like I'm qualified enough to like talk or to like teach people about like anything really. <laughs> um, and so to like really step into that role and be like, no, like I have information and I have like value that I can add to people's lives um, and to bring to the table. And so really just stepping into that was a huge um, like accomplishment and win for me. And then to see everybody's reaction to it, I was like, oh my gosh, like I really think I cried like after finishing it. <laughs> so uh, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> Yes, so thank you again for coming on today, and I wanted to add that you have so much information um, based off of your reels, based off of your content, just everything, you are so informed, so I'm really excited to have you on, and I really wanted to like press that on because I think that something that um, blocks people from being open on social media is thinking they don't know anything, but I think it's quite the opposite, so um I'm so excited. Um, let's talk a little bit about like the small history of what this vaccine is. So like I wanted to start with that it started in 2019. Um, they said it was March 11th when they figured it out, but I think it was a little bit before that, but we don't have to get into that. <laughs> but um, that kind of started, yes, <laughs> um, that started kind of like warp speed, um, that operation with the Trump administration. So kind of take off from there, what else are we seeing happening? Yes, so you're definitely right when you say the small history because it has not been around for long. Um, and I think that that is just like, that's what's so scary about this whole thing is we don't know, even like, we can't even begin to know what the effect of this, can I say vaccine? I yeah, yeah, vaccine. say vaccine. I can say them all. Yeah, <laughs> we, should, we should yell vaccine. <laughs> Because honestly, like, if this gets banned, I can just keep posting it, keep posting it, no. you know? <laughs> we can keep pushing back. <laughs> I mean, but, um, yeah, this is exciting because I never, I can't say the word vaccine on my page. That'll be it. You know, all that good stuff. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, the, just like, the, we don't have any knowledge of the vaccine and what we do know um is very different from what the media is trying to push on us or portray. Um, and I think like the fact that when they rolled it out, there was not nearly enough testing on different groups of people. So kids and pregnant women. Um, and the government and the media and Big Pharma really just instilled this fear in us with a virus that has a 99% survival rate, yeah. um, it instilled this fear so strong into us that, that like we as humans are just lining, literally lining up, giving our arms to these people for an experimental drug. It's not even a vaccine, it's still an experimental drug. And so um, that that is like so scary. Um, and it's definitely something that I encourage everyone to keep in mind as they're like considering the vaccine um, and something I always tell people, like whether on Instagram or in real life is just like, 
if you choose, if you do your research and you decide that the vaccine is safe and that you want to get it, like, I'm not going to argue with you. Exactly. Like, that's your choice. And as Americans, um, we still have that freedom to choose if we're going to, what we're going to put into our bodies. And like, and that's huge. And so I never want to um, step on anyone's freedoms of choice. Um, obviously, that would not be my choice, but like that's the beautiful thing about America is we're all so different and we all get to choose um, how our life goes. So, Absolutely. And I think that when people come after people who talk about the vaccine openly and kind of, like you said, it's an experimental vaccine um, and they want to push back and say, well, you're judging me based off of da 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 and we come back and we're like, I never said any of this. I never claimed any of this. Um, and so something that when you start a conversation with someone or argument, sometimes it becomes an argument, but keep it like, because we are the people who can like control how the conversation goes. So that kind of puts it in the mind of like, be civil, you be the civil one. So then they are the ones who are just spitting out all of this insane insanity, you know? So um, just kind of keep that on the back burner. But um, to talk about how like kids five, it was just approved, I think this past month that kids five and older can get the vaccine. And there was this quote from a doctor who I want to talk about later. He said, if you say that these vaccines are safe for my children, and if you stand by them, then remove that liability protection. Um, and that's something I wanted to talk about a little bit. Yeah. Is, um, for the vaccine developers, then we can start talking about vaccinating children. So the uh, liability, um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Like how vaccine producers are not liable for any deaths or any causes of adverse re- uh, effects? Yeah, their vaccine manufacturers are exempt from all like liability when it comes to anything that has to do with the vaccine, which is scary. And when you stop and think about it, I think that people don't really, um, nobody really wants to read the insert of their vaccine. You know, nobody wants to take the time to do the research or um, to look into the possibilities of, okay, maybe this isn't safe and effective. Maybe this, um, you know, isn't what's right for my body. Um, we are so, I think we're so much in the mindset of just like, okay, we're going to listen to what the government says because clearly the government has my best interest in mind and not questioning at all. And that's what I feel like, especially on my page, I try to promote is like, hey, you, it's okay to question things. Like maybe you're not going to come up with a different um, answer. Maybe it's going to be the same one as the government said, like, okay, that's fine. But you put in the time and the effort to, to question that. And um, and so like, that's just huge. But yeah, the fact that, that vaccine manufacturers are exempt from, um, all liability is, is a huge red flag and is definitely something that I think more people need to know about. Absolutely. And I think to go back to like media being, um, kind of suppressed by the American media, we have to know that where we're getting our sources from has to either be truth or not. Um, that's something that we have to take the time, like you said, to kind of filter through why do I think this is fact if it is fact where are they getting this information from I'm kind of digging deeper into what either like CNN Fox whatever Um, I wouldn't say to watch the media or the news I am a huge um, 
advocate for reading the news because that's a better way to kind of filtrate like if they're citing sources, um, kind of going deeper into those sources. So I am a very big advocate of reading the news, not watching the news. Um, but an argument against, um, so something that the media likes to use is that vaccines are safe and effective. Um, and I use quotes around that. Um, and that's something that they push really hard onto the American people. Um, and so what is an argument against someone who would come back and say, well, I heard from the media that the vaccine is safe and effective? So just starting off, we know the vaccine is 100% not safe and effective. Um, but that's a two-part question. So first of all, safety. There have been so many um, deaths from the vaccine. Mm -hmm. I actually know somebody personally who, he was the CEO of a company, um, he was in like the prime of his life, he exercised every single day, he had a correct diet, and he would have been projected to live a very full and long life. Mm -hmm. And um, he was taking his mom in to get the vaccine, and his mom was like, hey, you should just get the vaccine while you're here. And he was like, okay, sure, why not? And he got it, and within the next two days, he was dead. Mm -hmm. um, and so, there is no argument to if this vaccine is safe because it's not, again, going back to what we were talking about earlier um, with the history of vaccines, there's not, there's not enough, like there's not enough time passed to know if these vaccines are safe. Um, and from the effective side, they're not effective. <laughs> it's like, it's almost laughable um, because they say, the, the vaccine manufacturers say this vaccine won't, um, prevent you from getting the vaccine. It won't prevent you from spreading it to someone else. Mm. Okay, so what's the point of the vaccine? Exactly. Please tell me that. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no point to it. Um, and there have been just like so many cases of people who have gotten the vaccine who have reported heart attacks or seizures or paralysis, and like the list just goes on and on. And um, for me, I guess I just don't understand who would willingly do their research again again we all have freedom of choice I, i'd love to just go back to that because <laughs> yes. i want people to know that like i very much stand for that but i don't understand how somebody could see all of these adverse effects from the vaccine and still be like yeah sure like i'm so scared of this virus that i am willing to you know risk my ability to walk or my ability to speak and just so that i'm safe from this um and i've had conversations with people from um who have gotten the vaccine and they've told me i would much rather die from this vaccine than die from covid and that is just like it blows my mind to think right. that like again just going back to the fact that the media has instilled this like insane amount of fear into us to where we're willing to die from an experimental drug than to die from a virus that has a known cure. And that's actually something I wanted to touch on is way back when um, COVID was in, we were in the thick of COVID in the beginning of 2020. Um, and there was all of these cases that were flooding hospitals. There was a panel of doctors who yes. actually found a cure for um, COVID and they were silenced so quickly because if there is a cure for a virus, there's no need for a vaccine. And so they can't push a mandatory vaccine if there is a known cure. And if if anybody was really watching um, in the beginning of 2020, they would know there was this 
whole long video that was pulled multiple times from um, from social media about these doctors speaking out on this cure that they had found. And that's another really big red flag is when we are silencing professionals. Like, like everybody says, listen to the professionals, listen to the professionals. But it's like the second that it goes against their agenda, they don't, it's like, it's not those professionals. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, it's so Exactly. And we're supposed to listen to Dr. Fauci, who isn't even like a research scientist, like he, um, or doctor, sorry, he does not have a degree in medicine. Um, and so it's crazy that we are to listen to these um, people who like the World Health Organization, for an example, um, we're supposed to listen to them but not listen to doctors who have studied years um, about the human body and what viruses do and what um, how bodies react to viruses like COVID-19. Um, and so the amazing source that you actually um, mentioned was Frontline Doctors. So they actually have a um, website that you can go to and they provide medical and le legal resources. So anybody who is um, fighting against either a vaccine mandate, go over to their site. They probably have legal help that um, you can find through either religious exemptions, um, how to talk to your employer about um, vaccination. And so I have heard so many stories about these people who actually went to their employer or their CEO or whoever they have to answer to, and they've actually changed their minds about the whole entire company, where um, the CEO is like, yeah, send me a link to that, or um, I never knew this, kind of waking up to the fact that, like, oh, I've been suppressed by the media for the majority of a year and a half, and so... It's really amazing to see that when we go out of our comfort zone and start talking about the things that we know, that people might actually wake up. Um, so go over to there. I will have the link in my bio um, to their website. So if you are having any trouble um, via ma uh, mandates or if you want any more information, like Aubrey said, about either vaccinations, like we're going to talk about spike proteins, um, herd immunity, so many good things are on their website. So go check them out. Um, to go on to another topic, like I just mentioned, I think, um, so herd immunity, herd immunity, sorry, um, that is something that has been kind of thrown around. You don't really hear it on the television because they don't want you to know about it. Um, and it really basically is talking about either, so from a vaccine standpoint, people who want to argue with you against the vaccine are talking about getting herd immunity through the vaccine, but something that I want to talk with you about is why herd immunity through the vaccine can't happen because so many people who have gotten COVID have that natural immunity. Yeah, so herd immunity is, I when I was like looking into it, it's not, herd immunity is not something I know a whole lot about. Um, <clears throat> But when I was looking into it, they said you either get herd immunity from a lot of the people getting whatever virus or whatever um, disease it is, or getting a vaccine from it. And so you wonder why the media is pushing the vaccine, the vaccine, the vaccine. It's because they don't want you to look into other, um, like other sources of oh hey, like maybe the vaccine isn't the only way to get immunity from this virus. Um, and again, it just goes back to show and to like, to tell you that like the immune or the, um, 
the media lies to us and they lie straight to our face and we eat it up like candy. It's, it's disgusting. It's definitely something that I want to look more into and to research more. Um, but yeah. Yeah, um, and so basically, that's basically the gist of it, is that um, from a group of people, if either, it doesn't even have to be COVID-19, it could be any disease, that's what it pertains to, is herd immunity or natural immunity, which is basically, with COVID-19, would be antibodies, the testing for antibodies, so, um, and that's something that really needs to be taken into account when people are taking the vaccine, because they already have this natural immunity, so if you already are naturally immune, then why would you get the vaccine, right? And so that's something that um, makes me a little bit frustrated when it comes to employers or um, military academies or just the military in general, is they're making these people um, get the vaccine to keep their jobs or keep their professions, even though most of them have had COVID because of um, the military, for example, they have training, they're together like this. And so you expect them to get sick. They live in tight quarters. And so um, that's something just to take into account. And I wanted to give like a little snippet of um, why we shouldn't be so worried about getting vaccinated because, so the media basically portrays that everyone should get vaccinated. Joe Biden's announcement of that, like he wants 98 point something percent of Americans vaccinated. But as of 2020, 329 million people live in the U.S., but according to the CDC, only 59.2% of the population in America is vaccinated. That's only about half. That's about half. Um, And even then, they could portray those numbers. Um, It could be artificial, but you never know. But that's pretty huge. Like, um, I want to get your thoughts on this. Like, half of the population. So, (laughs) I definitely think that there is a large... um a large majority of people who don't believe in the vaccine, but it takes a lot of guts and it takes a lot of courage to stand up and be like, no, I don't believe in this. So there, I really do believe that there's a silent army um, in our nation of people who are resisting the vaccine, but they're just not being super vocal about it. And that's fine. I know that it does like, that's not everyone's cup of tea and nobody wants to, you know, go out, wake up every morning and be like, hey, like, I'm going to argue about the vaccine with somebody. Like, that's not <laughs> thing, and that's totally fine. Um, but it is, it's so crucial for the people, like, who do have that strong conviction of, hey, I need to speak out on this, um, <clears throat> to encourage those other people who are either on the fence who, or who um, just totally believe that the vaccine is, going to save them um we have one savior and that is not the vaccine that's not the president of the united states mm-hmm. whoever that is i would go as far as to say it doesn't matter if that's donald trump or joe biden like our savior is the lord jesus christ and that's who we need to be looking towards amen <laughs> um but yeah jesus is king <laughs> to go on that yes. part um but something that like maybe we could talk about like religious um really quick Um, So I have a family member who was, um, he had to kind of like debate with his family members about um, the argument from, and it was pushed for a while, I haven't seen it lately, but like Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, they were talking about love thy neighbor, kind of that, 
I don't know, uh, interpretation of that Bible verse to kind of get Christians to get vaccinated because it's been shown that the majority of Christians aren't choosing to get vaccinated. I don't really know if that's important or not. I don't really think it is. Um, but it's kind of interesting that they were like, oh, we need to target that specific group because they're not leaning into our propaganda, basically. So um, is there something that maybe like give a few words of encouragement to people who are dealing with religious persecution through vaccine? Yeah, so anybody who tries to come and tell you that, um, that argument is assuming that the vaccine is safe and effective, and we know that it's not. Um, so assuming that I were to get the vaccine because, you know, I love my neighbor or whatever argument you want to say, it doesn't mean that I'm still not going to give that person COVID because we know from the vaccine manufacturers that this vaccine does not like does not cause you to not spread it to somebody else. Mm -hmm. So that argument really is invalid because it's not an argument. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They like, um, like as far as like encouragement, just continue to um, to pray and to lean hard into the word because we know obviously your intentions for not getting the vaccine are not, oh, I'm going to not get the vaccine so that I can kill a bunch of people like that. Though That's not your intention. You are keeping your body whole and you're not, um, you're not pumping your body full of aborted fetal cells, mm -hmm. um, because we know that like the Bible speaks against that. And so, um, so yeah, you're not alone if you're going through that. Yeah, absolutely. And we are praying for you. We know um, we see you because we know people who have dealt with that. So um, if you're listening, we're praying for you. We know that this is a hard time for everyone. Um, and so just kind of keeping people who are dealing with um, vaccine, um, having to get exemptions, things like that. I've been talking to a lot of people of how to kind of go through that process. Um, and so we're, we're praying for you, um, and I know the church is praying for you, so um, let's move a little bit towards spike proteins. I wanted to um, touch on this because I found such an interesting um, article off of the Frontline Doctors website, and so um, it kind of talked about, I wanted to share this really quick, but... Um, yeah. So it was a study done um, from a military academy where four girls, so basically like they have their different dorms and they live, um, they have like roommates basically. It's like college, kind of the same thing, um, but I just want to give background. So they're in tight quarters, like we talked about earlier, and this doctor was doing a study off of um, these four girls because they were um, being quarantine from the beginning of 2020 so it's been a really long time which is kind of concerning that they haven't been able to live their lives the way they wanted to um, due to kind of this roadblock of COVID and so they um, they all didn't really I think it was due to not wanting to get the vaccine so they were all kind of put into a dorm room and said y'all are basically groups because you're not going to get the vaccine and we're going to discriminate based off of that so um, one of the girls decided to get the vaccine one day because of pressure from her parents. And she came back to the dorm room um, for some reason. I don't know why they would like not separate anyway. But this kind of has to go with spike protein um, is because when she came back, she didn't feel good um, from getting the vaccine. Hadn't had COVID. None of the girls had COVID. None of them have had um, natural immunity to it at all. Didn't um, test positive for that. So 
um, she came back feeling sick. The whole entire, all four of them got sick. They had um, like vascular diseases, um, which is something that I wanted to say is COVID is a vascular disease. It's not a respiratory um, disease like we think it is. And so that kind of explains the major reactions we've seen with stroke, with um, passing out, with heart disease, with um, people with either high risk of diabetes or um, any health condition. It's been very hard for them to fight back against that. So I thought that was interesting that how did they not have COVID, but from the vaccine, they came back and they all got sick. So I kind of mm -hmm. wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so that is like the spike proteins that are attacking um, our different systems. And from what I have learned about the spike proteins is that they attack um, your heart tissue and your heart muscles, just destroying them and um, causing inflammation of your heart muscles, which obviously is, is a big issue. And there was... Um, actually a 13 year old boy who died from after getting his second dose of the vaccine um and after they you know did the autopsy and um they found out that it was because of the inflammation of heart muscles and heart tissue mm -hmm. and um so yeah it's just it's very scary and like what you were saying um even people who choose to not get the vaccine there's obviously been the shedding to worry about mm. um and it's, it's just, it's a crazy time we live in that we have to worry about those things. Right. I actually, um, one of my sisters um, works at a bank and she, all of her coworkers were vaccinated and she actually saw um, some adverse effects in her health from um, the shedding because obviously she's not vaccinated. Yeah. Um, and so it's a very real thing and it's happening um, and it's something that we need to be aware of. Absolutely. And um, to kind of go on to what your um, topic of like expertise is, is holistic health. I wanted from the beginning, I talked about wanting to kind of combat a little bit of the vaccine with how we can um, introduce holistic health, which is something that was practiced before um, hospitals started regulating with protocols and saying, well, if you don't do these protocols, then you're going to be fired or you're going to be on um, either like probation or anything like that, taking medical license away. We've seen all of this happen. So um, what are some different ways that we um, can kind of live in a holistic way um, and maybe even define holistic for us? Yeah, so holistic is definitely focused more on the natural side of things than not going so much towards, you know, the modern medicine and um, drugs and just basically finding a Band-Aid fix for um, whatever issue you're going through. And so um, holistic health is finding the root cause of um, whatever issue you're dealing with and purifying your body of toxins um, from to help, you know, as you're detoxing from this, um, these crazy toxins that are just in our everyday life now. Um, and then restoring nutrients to our bodies. Our bodies are, are very much under, um, undernourished. And that's just from, you know, the food that we consume now, that's just on a daily basis. And that's like regular and um, normal for us as like Americans. And that's also, a, it's another whole other subject, but, um, definitely something that I think needs to be, you know, looked into is our diets as, um, 
as Americans and we're all, we're pushing for these, you know, mandatory masks and, um, you know, mandate vaccines. It's like, how about we mandate vegetables? How about yes. that? Like, how much, <laughs> how much would that like change your health overall? Um, but yeah, just like, it's crazy how, how far we've gotten in, um, the, just like the healthcare world of, um, when we have an issue like a headache, what's the first thing that we reach for? We go to the pill cabinet and we grab a Tylenol or an ibuprofen and we just pop a pill and we just assume that that's going to take away the pain and it will, it'll take away the pain, but it's just masking symptoms. It's not finding the root cause of, okay, why am I having a headache? Is it hormonal? Is it, um, from a lack of nutrients? Is it because I haven't drank enough water today? You know, there's so many root causes to headaches, um, where we are almost like suppressing the symptoms just because we're popping a pill and we're, we never get to that root cause. And, um, that's definitely something in the past like year and a half that I've really been, um, looking into. And every time I have, you know, not even just a headache, but just any health issue, I'm like, okay, why is this happening? Like, is this, mm -hmm. there's so much that's tied to our gut health, which is, like just insane. I've like briefly touched the surface of that, like in research and, and from what I've learned, it's just been like insane, the amount of things that are tied to our gut health um, and the amount of things that we take in every day that hurts that, um, that like system in our body. And so um, some daily things that I guess you can kind of do move your body. It's so underrated. Um, actually now just getting over being sick. I'm like getting back into the routine of like getting up and working out in the mornings. Yeah. And it's like my body craves it. I get done and I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like, I just feel like I'm ready to, I mean, it sounds cliche, but I'm like, I'm ready to take on the day. Like this is great. Um, and nobody talks about like the energy that you get after, you know, you move your body and it doesn't have to be this super intense hour and a half, like heavy lifting workout. It can look like going outside and taking a 15 minute walk or, um, doing a yoga flow or stretching or, you know, just doing something where you're not just like sitting and, you know, yeah. watching TV or working on your computer. Um, so yeah, moving your body, getting fresh air. I think that we spend like as Americans, we spend, or just as like as a human race, we spend so much time inside, mm -hmm. um, not getting the benefits of just fresh air or putting your feet on bare ground like without shoes and getting like those nutrients and that energy from the earth um is just is huge and then like I said nourishing your body drinking water cutting out toxins there's like the amount of toxins that we take in um daily is scary and there is toxins in everything kind of a little tip is if you just like go to your medicine cabinet and pull out any product that you use um like across the board, if it has the word fragrance in the, um, like the ingredients list, that can be a cover up fragrance is the cover up term for more than 400 different chemicals. So if you think that your clean products are clean, if they have fragrance, they're probably not. Um, but the FDA allows the word fragrance, um, as kind of a blanket term for all of these different things. So just a little tip <laughs> that is so interesting I've been kind of reading about that like with candles I think um that was very interesting about like and I didn't even know like more than uh what'd you say like 400 yeah different that's crazy yeah um and kind of to talk about what you were saying about headaches is um I've been wanting to get off of like taking ibuprofen if I get a headache um and I 
especially what you said about like kind of asking yourself those questions of have I had a walk today have I drank enough water today um have I breathed in fresh air or have I been sitting at my computer all day and um something kind of like a personal story is that I started so we're both pro um essential oils we both believe in essential oils um and I've been um putting like uh, peppermint oil on my temples and like right under my nose I know some people put it in like under their tongue but um, just I, I've seen that it has worked on my temples so I put it there um, and like maybe 10 to 15 minutes after I put it on it's totally gone um, my mind feels so cleared so I haven't been using ibuprofen um, Advil any of those things and so I've been uh, very excited about that um kind of trying to rid my life of taking all these like prescription drugs that um the fda has approved after learning how sneaky and um not efficient the um fda is it's just insane yeah. to kind of get on that but um yeah <laughs> uh so to finish this off a little bit um i had two questions from a questionnaire i put off on my instagram um, and these are just from listeners, from followers, different things like that. So there's two of them. Um, and the first one is, how do you suggest that people be informed without becoming misinformed? So a good rule of thumb, and this is just my personal opinion, is anything that you're hearing from the mainstream, think the opposite, because it's most likely not true. Um, there's some really good accounts on Instagram that I love to follow, and I can send you the full list so you can put it in. Yeah. Um, you're just, but Talia, like it is, plant-based omnivore, sacred uproar um, is actually the renamed um, account from the frontline doctors because they were actually getting shut down, so they had to totally reconfigure um, their Instagram account. Just the Thinker is another really good one, um, and these are all people who are getting their information not from mainstream media, which is huge and is very very hard to find. Um, so yeah, I would just say like look out for you know whistleblowers and people who are putting their um, their jobs and their lives on the line to bring us these information because it's very underrated. Um, so yeah. Absolutely. Um, and so I think that's a great rule of thumb. Go against the mainstream media. That's the best. Um, but honestly, it's true. Um, we've seen how much manipulation and how much um, just lies just spew every single day. Um, and they have been proven with fact uh, opposite. Like when Dr. Fauci he says, do this, wear two masks, um, follow your regulations, all these things to keep you in line, keep you in order so that they can manipulate you basically. Um, and then we find out that he has been emailing his closest friends and family members saying, take ivermectin, take um, vitamin uh, D3, all of the different vitamins um, and the protocol that now Frontline Doctors has available for you to find. Um, and so it just, it kind of, it's heart-wrenching that um, so many people have been take taken captive by people who want to manipulate people. So um, it's just, it's insane. Um, and then the second question is, and then how can, as Christians, how can we combat against the lie that the media says that if you don't get vaccinated, then you are not personally responsible for people's death? And I think we kind of touched on this, but maybe add a little bit more to kind of end us and wrap us up. Yeah, just um, just know that like the media and um, 
yeah, the media just in general is they really have no, um, they benefit nothing from you, you know, standing up for what you believe in and they're going to do everything in their power to knock you down and to use things that are close to your heart. Like, you know, your relationship with, um, with God, your relationship with your family members they are going to use whatever they can to get you to conform, um, to their agenda. And so just remembering, like keeping that in the back of your head and remembering that like your convictions and what you know to be true are so much stronger than what the media like lies are trying to tell you. Absolutely. And to go back to kind of like theological truth is that God never, or it's never stated in the Bible to get the vaccine. If anybody tells you that, think otherwise um actually i would say don't even continue that conversation until you go back and read scripture to kind of (laughs) uh, be rejuvenated by uh, the scripture and be really uh, refreshed by what jesus says because we ultimately have a mission and our mission is to spread the gospel help people know who jesus christ is um through a loving and kind way and so um that is a lie from the devil when we hear that that we need to do something on earth based off of salvation that's salvation by works and that is something that um will not get you into heaven um it is not something that will save you so um that's just something to think about um but thank you so much aubrey there your vaccine card when you go to (laughs) yes (laughs) um but yeah it yeah it's like we're not going to be showing jesus our vaccine card (laughs) um but yeah thank you so much i had so much fun um talking to you you are so informed um push out all the lies that anybody tells you that you are not because today was i i can't even imagine how many people are going to be affected by this um and people are going to um, know where to get information we gave so many good sources out today um and i know they're going to absolutely love it so thank you so much Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was so fun to chat. Of course.